this is this is already starting out in, a, in an uncomfortable zone for me. It's already yeah, starting. Where are we going to end up? If this is where it starts, yeah. Oh man! Hi everyone. A little hi, from everyone. earlier. What? She said hi everyone, and I said a little from earlier. It's a little mm, weed joke. Oh, you have you're to also be high to get it. It took me a second. Mm. Mm-hmm. Today mm-hmm. was a. Can I say it was a, a fuck in my dick? Can I say that? It was. Yes. It was good a fuck. It, yeah. Christ. That's great. That's a good way to explain what it. What did you say it was? A fuck in my dick. What is that? Just, what? I mean, if you did have a dick, think about what would happen if someone tried to fuck the hole. It probably would be painful and I, and that's just mm. how today was so mm. i actually got that phrase from leroy zach who i don't think you know him rachel nope you know who i'm talking about yes of course yes hello alex oh he does listen he does hello that's buddy. right he loves us i never return your phone calls because honest because honestly like uh i, I guess i'm a shitty friend well, and, and mentor i'd like to think i'm a mentor a little bit but also yeah. like it's honestly always when i'm in the middle of something it's never yeah. when i'm not doing anything it, alex if you are listening you are you are my favorite um bipolar person with autism yeah by far and i know several he's great he uh right she used to be a, a contractor in our in our pool you guys just had like a work pool yes well we keep <sighs> all of the contractors we keep them in a a pool, a literal above ground pool. Trashy. I like it. And then we have this big, we have this big claw <laughs> that comes over and we don't even, we pick them at random. Just whoever's head doesn't immediately pop off their shoulders. They get mm-hmm. to, I got to be careful with the language legally. They get to go fulfill their contract. <laughs> yeah. So it's like that really super fun game at the arcades uh where you get to pick up stuffed animals but this is you know murder and contractors yeah it's like it's just like that game except you get what was it fucked in your dick yeah fucked in your dick as a result yeah don't they worry that you'll never use them again if they do that rachel as much as i and i'm gonna speak for myself would like to continue answering questions about my day job (laughs) about work I feel like... Why are you addressing that to me? I'm not the one who brought up work for you two. But you keep asking questions like it's 60 minutes and I'm going to I'm gonna get upset and walk out. Oh yeah, because she's Leslie Stahl. She's not wearing a mask. So yeah. I don't, I don't, want, I don't want to shit on Leslie Stahl. I think she's a great journalist. What's going on with the hair though? It looks like a, a bad Cindy Lauper wig. At least she has hair. Oh, oh, I haven't seen her okay. in a while. So. All right, fine. Fair mm-hmm. enough. I don't. You asked for it. I don't. You don't. You don't shit on a journalist who's been journalizing, who's been journalizing for fifty years or at least sixty minutes. <laughs> ah, well played. Oh, yeah, I guess. Well played, sir. I guess. Yeah. Who are well we, and what do we do? Oh, straight to the intro. Huh? I don't care. Speaking of fucks and dicks, <laughs> fucks and dicks and dicks and fucks and fucks and dicks and dicks and fucks. What is that thing? Cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and boots and boots. I always did boots and pants. Boots and mm. pants and boots and pants and boots. Oh, that's pretty good too, but that's not what Siri does. Yeah. Siri does boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats. What do I ask him to do? I mean, my Siri's a guy. Beatbox. So Mine's an Irish, Irish will, guy. Oh, I should do that. Um, oh, now he's confused because he heard all that. Let's see what he says. It, whoa, it came out in Latin. Whoa. Okay. That's weird. It's possessed. 
Aw, fuck. I mean, I knew it was going to happen, but Amy Coney Coney oh, Barrett oh, yeah. was confirmed. Yeah, yeah. I, got, I got that too. Oh, fuck yourself, Amy Coney Barron, and then get yourself pregnant and then see what it's like to have to make that horrible decision. You know, here's why. So she she's like this this staunch like Catholic. Like she's in a Catholic cult. Mm-hmm. She's like deep. Mm-hmm. Her pope the the one that they reach out to to talk to God said I'm cool with gays. I mean he didn't yeah. he didn't straight up say gay marriage. He said union. But you know he's got to play the politics. But he made the first African American cardinal too. Th- yeah, that's her sub god basically. I like this guy. And she should do what he says, but I don't think she's going to. No, she's not going to. Because she's, I mean, she's been raised, and that dude is so radical oh, for yeah. some people. A lot of Catholics like, don't care for him, yeah. but a lot, a lot yeah. more do. Yeah, I would not want to get this job the way she did, honestly. Mm-mm. I would. I would totally take that right. job. If somebody was like, hey, do you want to be a Supreme Court justice? We're going to shove you through. I'd be like, I am so not qualified for that, but fuck yeah, I What do. does it pay? Uh, probably like I don't know. I, if I had to guess, probably about two hundred thousand. It's a lifetime job, though. It's job security, and you get to like you know decide the things. Yeah, I in my uh, crazy Zach dystopian world where I'm in charge. Mm-hmm. Um, like to me, uh, a Supreme Court justices like that would be an obligation that that every citizen is available to to be. Uh, uh, what's the harnessed on? You know what I mean? Like, well, like, like a supreme want every jury to come to no, come in is, and is, interpret law. No, no. Because <laughs> the, here's the thing: the Supreme Court needs to be looked at like ancient tribal elders. These are supposed to be the wisest among us, and it shouldn't mm-hmm. be people that have been corporate lawyers or interpret the law. It should through through some sort of lens. Mm-hmm. It it should be that it is a mandatory. Like if you're a very wise, per- if you're Malcolm Gladwell, like your country fucking needs you. You got to be Supreme Court justice for eight years or whatever. Because yeah. I consider him an elder of the community. Or yeah, I like him. Uh, you know, on and on. I could I could list thousands of other people. That's how I would do the Supreme Court. Yeah. But it, you know, some people would say like that's a little totalitarian because if you didn't do it, if I said hey. Hey, you're a smart, wise person. You should be on the Supreme Court to help us figure things out. And they're like, nah, I don't feel like it. <laughs> Gotta go. You're done. In the streets, executed immediately. Whoa, wait, whoa. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's yeah. a strange turn. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's it. And I mean, like, that's politics is a job, and being a judge is a job. Like, I want you to be more experienced than not because I want you to be able to draw upon certain precedent mm-hmm. and. Yeah, and just no, interpreting not, the law, yeah. Yeah. I also don't think that it should be partisan in any way. I don't like the fact that... Well, it's not supposed to be. Right, but it absolutely 100% is. Especially now. Especially now. Especially now. now. It, yeah, fuck Mitch McConnell is what because, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah fucking well, toad. He'll get his... I mean, oh, I satire. So. Satire. <laughs> satire. We're not serious. Yeah. Satire. He, no. he never is going to get his, even with his no. little zombie hands. No. Oh, I, yeah. What's going on I, with I, him? I don't no. believe Pretty in sure hell, but maybe, like, it's funny. I don't believe in hell. I do absolutely believe that there is a multiverse. Like, there is infinite amounts of this reality happening, but in yeah. you know, various ways. And yeah. I think if I believe in that, I have to believe in hell. And I think Mitch McConnell is going to go to hell. I hope. I don't know if 
believing in a multiverse necessarily means you have to believe in hell. If I believe that anything is possible, then I have to assume that the oh. possibility of hell exists. Oh, but not, not, maybe not in this dimension. Not in this dimension. It's a separate yeah. dimension unto itself that you don't necessarily get sent to, but you could. Hmm. I guess so. Yeah. yeah, I was going to ask about that, but then I didn't want to draw this conversation out any longer because I figured we had more important things like getting to the fact that we're lifeline, but whatever. We did that. I thought we did we that. We are. Oh. No, we didn't. We didn't. No, I'm sorry. Kobe Barrett. Barrett. I think Siri interrupted us, or I interrupted us with Siri, and then, yeah, and then, then Amy, Amy Cohen Kobe Barrett. Barron ruined oh, everything Amy, like she's yeah. going to. I wish Sasha Cohen Barron, Sasha, Sasha. So- yeah, we so- know who- Borat. So- What's his fucking name? Yeah, Saki Moen Borat. Yes. <laughs> Saki Moen Borat. I love him. He's great. He should be president. Yeah. I mean, why not? You yeah. know, he's point. not an American citizen. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. No. That's well, then he should just one. keep making movies. <laughs> <laughs> I think he plans to. I think, I think you're going to get your wish. Good. Well, as Rachel said, we're lifeline. I don't want to take the intro away from her because that was really cool. Because she she did she did the intro. She did the do, thing. Do you, yeah, do you want lifeline? What's up? Woo, 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 woo. Yeah, lifetime podcast with wine. Tip your waitress. That was sexist. Okay, fine. Men can be waitresses too. Sorry. Men can be waitresses too. Oh, I love it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm. Stephanie. Oh, that's boring. I don't have an adjective today. I know. I had an adjective written. To, I My prep today was so fucking rushed because my dick was being fucked. Um, <laughs> yeah, but that's really distracting when you're trying to, like, write notes and it shit. Is. It is. It also, is. Also, to be fair, that just falls in line with this movie. Yeah, it really does. I'm or at least the version uh, that we watched, yeah. 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 I'm, huh. I'm loosely Rachel. Ooh. Well, we knew that. Shut up. Uh, I really got you there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this movie. Pretty sure I did a lot of acid without physically injecting myself with acid. Is that how you take acid mm-hmm. as injection? That is how you take it. Yeah. You, you can. Right. Yeah. yeah. You can do I mean, that. You probably you? shouldn't. You probably you okay. can. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can inject LSD I mean, you for can sure. probably do almost anything, but can you yeah. live after doing Yeah. That? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And well, probably not, but you'll live. <laughs> yeah, and it, you'll exist. Yeah. Make sure you check out last week's episode where we covered Under the Bed from 2012. It's a movie that's all lifetime up until like the last 20 minutes when heads start popping yeah. off. Yeah, Under the Bed. Under the Bed. I was going to say, not to be under covered the with the, the mag- magical music of... Uh, Ariel. Mm -hmm. I can't believe we didn't do that in the episode. I can't believe it either. Either that or Killer Under the Bed. What is wrong with us? Well, I'm sure we'll have another Under the Bed something. We can, we'll get it going. Probably. Have you guys ever listened to how, like, salacious that song is? It's better down where it's wetter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Take it from me. Okay, Sebastian the Crab. Yeah. Also, you're a crab. Yeah. Also known as another VD. Yeah. Yep. There's a lot going on in that song. No, our, early is. 90s Disney movies are known to be written and d- and drawn by pervs. Oh, yeah. There's Straight sticks up. in There's the cabinet. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Bless them. Yeah. Well, and this episode comes out November 4th. Oh, so shit. I don't so, know what what nation we're, we're speaking to on this day right, yeah. because this is about a, a, a week or so beforehand. What so, if the Civil War breaks out and this is like the last remaining bit of culture? Oh, no oh. pressure. Make yeah. it good. 
I just always, I hope I've always, that's the case. Yeah, because then I've always, I've always wondered about this uh, conundrum of like, you know, we have all these Greek and Roman, like all this literature, and I'm like, how do we know this was the best of the best? Like maybe this was just the one that survived, yeah. right? which could oh, be yeah. us. Like we yeah. could be the surviving bit of this culture, guys. Yeah. So just keep that in mind. Well, I'm sure Stephanie's hand transcribing every episode, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Into stone. Yeah. yeah, it's taken a while. I'm still on episode one, but uh, I'm still <laughs> on the D part of the title in discussion. <laughs> but, you know, it's coming along. I'm pretty proud, pretty proud. <laughs> it's artesian. It's artesian, like, like, uh, like cheese. Mm. So we're um, an artesian po- podcast? Is no, what we're we, now? we, we are, are now. <laughs> but we're not cruelty-free, you fucking ass fucks. I'm it being, depends on. I'm being cruel, I guess. I yeah, mean, I'm curious. I, okay, I wonder if we know if we're gonna know who the president is on the fourth because there's a pretty good chance we aren't gonna know. For no, sure. no, I no, I think I it'll think be. Will. I don't. I think it'll be closer to like November twentieth before <laughs> it's all birthday. said and done. Yeah, and then my birthday's three days later. Right before or right after that? Yeah. Well, I've got a listener email. Listener email. It came in the form of a Facebook message from Becca, and she reached out to us and requested that we review Ruthless Realtor. Oh, okay. And she said that she and her sister spend their time together watching and laughing at Lifetime movies, so we totally speak their language. Isn't that nice? Excellent. Super nice. Thank you, Becca. Super, super nice. Thank you, Becca. Becca. Yeah. And Becca, I don't know if you noticed this, but uh, Becca emailed us the day after we were talking about the name Becca. And then, so I guess huh. the week after, oh. in her in her world, the week after she emailed us is when that episode came uh. out of us talking about the name Becca. That's um, hilarious. Which I wholeheartedly said, I've always enjoyed that name. I've always thought it was lovely. It's uh, uh, We yeah, called it's them sluts. Name. I remember that now. I mean, Stephanie I and I said did. Beccas I were sluts. Steph- I don't, I, I, I didn't. I feel like Stephanie I, I, was involved somehow. She I laughed. She, she on, winked at me. I may have laughed or had something in my eye. Melissa, I found you. <laughs> I was going to say Rebecca, but that was close. Yeah, yeah. Close. same amount of syllables. I was yeah. going to say they're basically the same name. Melissa is just like a sluttier Rebecca. Oh, I was going to go the other way around, but okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Right. Yeah, because yeah. with Rebecca, you can get Becca, and that is definitely. Oh, Becca's. Uh, yeah. Becca's are yeah. bad news. Bad news, yeah. Becca's. I mean, I love, I love the name. Becca's. I love the name. I think it's a great name, but. Is yeah. your name Rebecca or Becca or Beck or Rub? Email us at lifepointpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> I mean, I don't think you should have mentioned that again because Becca probably had forgotten and now you've insulted <laughs> yeah. poor Becca. Now her anger is back. Yeah. And, and now yeah. she's taking back her movie suggestion. That's right. So we got to think of something else to do. No, that is yeah. the episode we are doing tonight. Oh. Yeah, we are doing it tonight for you, Becca. So if you guys out there want to email us, feel free to email us at lifewinepodcast at gmail.com. It can be requests or it can just be telling us what you did today or what you had for breakfast because that's totally happened. That's and happened. We, 
we will read it on the air. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You can also reach out to us on social media, like Becca did. We're on Facebook. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at Lifeline Podcast. Please reach out to us. Contact us. We'd love to hear from you. And rate and review us, maybe. And give us if money. If you want to. Yeah. If you, money. If you should. Money. Money. Yeah, you well, should do it. Right. Yeah, rate and review us. If you enjoy what we do, go to Apple Podcasts and give us five stars and leave us just a quick little review. It doesn't matter what you say. I say this all the time that it doesn't matter what you put in our box. Hmm. Uh, Just putting a word in there will tell Apple Podcasts to tell other people about us and we'll get more listeners. And that way we can keep doing shows for you. Yeah. And then, yes, we do have a Patreon if you would like to give us money. We would not turn that away. We'll take a dollar. We'll take $10. We'll take... We'll take $1,000. dollars $1,000. $1,000. $1,100 bills. Yep. $1,000. Send it to yeah. Stephanie's P.O. Box. Yes. My P.O. Box. And I just want to remind you guys, because Stephanie lies to you every week, it's two words. You have to put a subject, and then you have oh, to yeah. put a word in the box. That's true. So I always forget that. Say something like, I would like the Animaniacs to come back because good idea, bad idea. And there you go. You can put that in a hmm. box. They are coming yeah, back, actually. Check it out. You got, you got your wish immediately, Rachel, yeah. and you I didn't know. even yeah. realize yeah. it. Yeah. That's awesome. I know. It's like your wish of Sasha Boer and Puna coming. Sasha Barra Ponin Conan. Sausage Ponin Conan Ponin. So it's the Swedish chef. Bring the Swedish chef back. Oh my god, can you imagine Sasha Baron Cohen doing the Swedish chef? Sasha Baron Cohen. He should do it. I don't think I don't think the Muppets would have him on. I think No, I don't think that would happen. But we can all imagine it and live happily. Are they afraid that they'd get like Cookie Monster on a bed zipping up his fly or something? You know, I don't know. Maybe he'd keep it straight. You know, he does other stuff besides those wacky characters. He does, yeah, he does some great stuff, like the uh, the Spy the on spy. Netflix. Oh, he's so good Dude, in that. What an intense show! He's playing mm-hmm. a Mossad agent in mm-hmm. uh, in Iran, right in the sixties. I think it's mm. a yeah. I think so. Middle East somewhere. Yeah. 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 Now he's also in the the trial the trial the Chicago trial the seven trial of seven the trial oh, yeah, of the yeah, Chicago yeah. seven yeah yes really? I had all the words you know, just seven, in the wrong order seven people that were in Chicago and they were on trial that show yeah. they were that yeah. was super good he did a good job Sasha Barone Cohen Sasha Sasha I'm just gonna call you Sasha Sasha ba- why does he need so many names come on uh, just be Sasha on. no Email it us. makes you sound smart when you do the three names well we know he's smart or or super trashy. Oh, right. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, but or, that... Or a serial killer. Or a serial killer. Or a serial killer. Yeah. Also, if you are the junior, third, fourth, there's no way that's good either way. Either you're a super yeah. douche or you're a super killer. One of the two. Just, just don't just ever... Stop naming your your kids after yourself. It's gross. It's yeah, weird. and it's don't weird ever give them do. the middle name Wayne. Yeah, Never or Lee. Wayne. No Wayne, or no Lee. Lees. No Wayne, yeah. no Lee. Nothing no good Wayne, ever no came Lee. out of that. No, no, no way. No, no way. What'd you say? No, no lane, no we. Did you say no weed? Because I can't no live we. like that, man. Oh, wee. drink your weed, inject your weed, Zach. It's okay. And actually, now's a good time to do it because you know the name of the title of the film that we are doing, that we are covering today. What is it? Like, R- ruthless, ba- bad broker? Real, I almost said, realfless ruler. Reefless, reefless ruler. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm Reefus Ruliter. Hey, it's 
by played by Reba McIntyre. Played by Reba McIntyre. <laughs> so you don't know what the movie's about. So you tell us what you think the movie's about based just on the title, on one of the many titles we just gave you. Any of them. Doesn't Any matter. of them. Ruthless, yeah. Ruthless Realtor is uh, about uh, the celebrity realtor to the stars, um, Judy Marigold. Oh, uh, and gotcha. yeah, right. She used to be a, a talent agent, you know, in the time of the early days of the talkies. Um, and then she became a real estate agent and she's even selling real estate now. She's 111 years old. I was gonna say, she's she still must be out there. there selling real estate, but she's like, oh, how do you say it? Ruthless when mm-hmm. it comes to the reality so much so like if she sees like a, a property she knows could just sell but the the people inside just don't want to do it well yeah. she'll 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 sneak in there Ooh. and she'll pour kerosene all over them and mm. she fucking lights the people them. she yeah she lights them on fire burns Wait. the burns the whole goddamn <laughs> house to the ground That'll tell him. And then you get, then, you get, yeah. then she gets a property for pennies on the dollar because it's burned out. Which I've never really understood that phrase. So she buys the property. She then. buys the property after they're dead, right? Okay. And then okay. She, then she also will sneak into people's houses and do estate sales while you're out grocery shopping. <laughs> and then not only okay. do people come buy all your stuff, but they think you're dead. Oh. And then like you can hear your neighbors over the fence be like, "I never like that." Motherfuck anyway. And that's Ruthless Realtors. <laughs> wow. Starring Haley Joel Osmond as Judy Rengold, the Ruthless Realtor. I thought her name was Mary Gold. Uh, yep. That is. She changed it. <laughs> she did. She changed, she changed she got married, it. She got married. And yeah. she, uh, yeah. she's not a feminist. She got married. Really. Yeah. 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 That's it. Wow. That's the movie. Wow. Haley Joel Osmond really transforms to get really nail this you part. You know, and it, it sounds like something that, um, who's the other guy that does all the weird art who is in Transformers? Mar- I Macaulay think. Culkin. Yes. Oh, Shia, no. Shia, Shia LaBeouf. He does sound, seems like He does weird art. That's like movies. I, I don't know. You know what like, I'm talking about. So, I mean, I'm, so no, like Rachel, art piece is just him watching movies yeah, or something. Or he'll like, um, like go to a hospital and and smoke a cigarette. You know, just to be like a dickhead. He just wants to be Joaquin Phoenix. He just wants to be Joaquin. I actually, I I enjoy Shia LaBeouf. Imagine being a Disney child actor, and either you stay in that vein, or you eventually get spun out on drugs and kill your girlfriend, or Mm -hmm. you do what Shia LaBeouf is doing. And I haven't watched that movie Honey Boy, but it's a movie about his life. I. Uh, supposedly his dad was this maniac that made him act and made him do all these things because mm-hmm. his, his dad, you know, had delusions of grandeur for his son uh, and really forced him to do a lot of bullshit when and he didn't want it. And it, obviously Shia LaBeouf is a little, woo, woo, yeah. but, um, yeah. you know, good for him. I hope, I hope he does well. I hope one day that, that he can be uh, Joaquin Phoenix, who is a genius. I love walking. Who doesn't? Well, that, that was our podcast on Shia LaBeouf, you guys. Yep. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. Shia Corner. And Sasha, too. Sasha and Shia. We'll have you both on. Oh, man. Isn't that the Obama's kids? Yes. <laughs> yes. Sasha and Shia. Close enough. <laughs> Are we voting for him again? I would, Can we have Obama can back? Can we just, yeah. Can't we just get Obama back? Make yeah. him a Supreme Court justice. Fuck yeah. 
he, he's got, he should do it. He's got time. He's not doing anything these days. Well, he's producing a lot of shows for Netflix, I think. Yeah, and he's also got a foundation, which is cool, I guess. I guess. But, I mean, know. everybody has a foundation. I have a foundation. Yeah. I have three yeah. foundations. I mean, I think it's cracked. I was going to say that. Uh, oh, I, stole, I stole it. No, I went in the, her you mind did. and I took that joke. Oh, and wow. I saw some very disturbing memories. Probably. Yeah. Can't believe you yeah, did that those, to that kid. Those Christmas elves. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. Well, cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, what we're saying right now makes about as much sense as the way that Stephanie and I watched this movie because this movie is not available for streaming yet. Uh, but we really, yeah. we really wanted to do Becca solid because you know she was kind enough to ask, and, and we maligned yeah. her, so we owe her. Yeah, yeah we, we called her a slut. We called her a slut. We. You two did that. I'm pretty sure I was not. <laughs> I had nothing I'm to not do with culpable. it. I'm, I'm going to play it back. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> I would have said sex positive. Right. Um, well, yeah, well, it is great how we watched it. Now, honestly, we'll get we'll get into it. But I think every Lifetime movie should be filmed like this. Honestly, I, <laughs> life should just life. move like this. But you might like a little healthy snack that Steph won't have any problem with. <laughs> if it's quiet, Ray, as long as it's not crunchy. <laughs> he what purposely it? gave me celery and carrots. Oh yeah, yeah I figured. Yeah. Thanks, Ray. Real, for nothing. Real punk rock are you, Ray? Way to <laughs> take it to the man. Here's some with your some healthy snacks and hummus. Fucking asshole. Is I asked him for wine, and he brought me that instead. Because he fuck? cares about yeah. your rampant alcoholism. Did he at least put a bowl of wine? And, like, you put the vegetables in it. When I saw it in his like, hand, I it. thought that's what he was going to do, was hand me a bowl of wine. And I was like, I'm not above licking it up. Yeah, whatever. I just need to get it in my body. I don't care. We're out of glasses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he brings you an emina. An emina. An emina. An emina. That's Rachel's butt-chugging <laughs> bum jugs of Carlo Rossi <laughs> right on air. Oh, like it's Lord. college again. Do not mute <laughs> your microphone if you do that. <laughs> Dipping tampons in it. Okay. That's what it sounds like when she butt chugs. Was that, was that pressure? That's the like little spit changing? out. Yeah, that's a little spit yeah, out okay. at the end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> As the bubbles come up. As somebody with an applied science degree, I believe that you know what that sounds like. <laughs> yeah, because we did a lot of butt chugging at my college. Oh my god! Full sale. Full sale. We called it full male because there was no girls there, and it's a real issue. There should be more women in our industry. Um, oh, how feminist of you! For I once. am an ally. <laughs> you were you were missing women named Becca's. Becca. The only women that were there, luckily, were Becca's, if you know what I mean. Becca, you did this to us, Becca. I hope you're happy. No, Becca. (laughs) From knowing literally nothing about you, except that you like to watch Lifetime movies, I trust that you are a wonderful person. And you know what? If you are sex positive, that's great. Enjoy yourself, girl. Also great. Yeah. Yeah, You do you. And you you have great taste in podcasts, too. We know that about her. And her sister is well, well, her sister, I don't know if her sister listens. Does your sister listen, she Becca? She better. <laughs> so, do you want the real summary? Yeah. You fucks. You fucks. All right. <laughs> Have 
Having just bought their dream house, Annie and Ralph Savage should be thrilled to finally have a place to start their family. There's just one problem keeping them from fully enjoying their new home. Their obsessive and invasive realtor. Real, 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 It's a weird word. It is a weird word. Realtor. Realtor. It should be ER. Right. You know? Realtor. 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 Yeah, and it should have an extra A. Realtor. Realtor. Anyway, that's that. This is Realtor Corner. Yeah. This is directed by Devin Downs and Kenny Gage, two directors for this film. And they, <laughs> double director. Wow, double director. Wow. And they both. With the time warping they were doing, I could understand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they directed a lot of stuff together. They directed Kung Fu Girl, A Neighbor's Deception, A Daughter's Deception. They're really into uh, Daughters and Deception and Kung Fu and Neighbors. Kung Fu Girl is a one. Huh. Yeah. It is. Huh. I is it a really good care. is it a is I it a good one? For it, but. Mm. Oh, so fuck them. You don't like them? Okay. I mean, uh, if they want to give us money, give I'll us talk some about money. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll drink your wine for money. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And then I'll talk about it like I really enjoy it no matter what. Yeah. Like kung fu wine. After I butt chug, I do kung fu. Right. Wine. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yes. So our main characters are uh, Annie Savage and Ralph Savage. Annie Savage is played by Lily Ann Harrison. She was in a movie called The Vanished from this year, and she was also in a film from 2017 called The Year of the Spectacular Man. Um, That sounds awesome. Yeah, I really want to see it. She looked like a... I don't know if you guys know who Allison Williams is. She was in Girls, and um, she's done... Oh, she was in Get Out. Oh, she's Brian Williams' daughter. Get Out. Brian Williams' daughter. Is she actually there? Yeah, or no, she's she actually legit. Is. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. She's a, she yeah. was, uh, what was her, Marnie in Girls? In Girls, yeah. And she was in uh, Get Out. And uh, yeah, she's done a lot of films since then, too. I feel like uh, Lily Ann Harrison looks like a blonde Allison Williams. She had kind of a similar jaw and nose, I thought. Very pretty as well. She's married to Ralph Savage, played by Brian okay. Ames. Lifetime. I am going to work on a list of acceptable names. Annie, Annie Savage is fine. Like, that's yeah. fine. Ralph Savage is not okay. Not okay. Mm. Not okay. And is it the names together that you don't care no, for? No, just Ralph is, is just terrible. Just Ralph. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and say that's a trope. Is, uh, okay. Bad names. Bad names. Okay. Or just a... Uh, Ill-fitting names, like it's, a bad sweater. It, like yeah. a sweater with shoulder nipples. It doesn't feel good in the mouth, Ralph Savage. Right. right? Mm, mm, it's like I okay. just took a bite of like war, like like uh, room temperature kimchi. You know, it's like, oh, oh. Wow. Ralph Savage. I mean, I'd still really like that because I'm a big fan of the old kimchi. Not room yeah. temperature, though. I don't know. I think it'd probably be fine. It's probably. Is, um, it, is it, if you heat it up, is it just sauerkraut? No. no. You can heat up kimchi. No. It's cabbage, though, right? right? But it's so the spices yeah, but it's and very, everything that's yeah. on it. And the way it's fermented, I think, is, is slightly there, different. There's a big oh, I'm so sorry. Process. I was so wrong well, about heated kimchi, you guys. Yeah, supposedly, this- it is the healthiest food on the world, according to the South Koreans. Kimchi is? my tour guide. Yeah. Oh, okay. At least according to my tour guide well, in South Korea. He worked know. for Big Kimchi. Okay, yeah, so. he did work for she Big Kimchi. She was a she. She. All right. Well, because I figured I would figure only men would be in the pocket of Big Kimchi. 
I think Korea's a little more progressive <laughs> on the on the gender dynamics in their society, I think, than other mm-hmm, other Asian mm-hmm. countries. Yeah, they allow women to be in the pocket of big kimchi, too, apparently. <laughs> Good for you, Korea. Is this South Korea or North Korea? This is South, uh, obviously. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, I thought you were really adventurous. No, <laughs> I wish. I wish I was that cool. So Brian Ames plays Ralph Sanders. Uh, <laughs> he was in a couple episodes of Westworld, which I don't recognize him. He was his name was the character's name was Jacobson. He looks uh, like a first... knockoff Adrian Brody, and probably just mostly because of the nose and the brown yeah. hair. But I can see but, that. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. So Annie's a lawyer. He's a photographer. Uh, they're married. I, we don't know how he long really they've been married up in this relationship. He married up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We don't know how long they've been married, but they are in love. No children yet. However, they discover at the beginning of the movie that they are expecting. And this seemingly important detail goes unmentioned for pretty much the rest of the movie. <laughs> yep. Then we have the realtor, Meg Atkins. Who is played by Christy Burson, who... Our favorite person from yeah. Fatal Affair. No, oh, yeah. Po- po- no, point of entry. Not Fatal, yeah. point. No, Fatal Getaway. Fatal Getaway. Oh, it's yeah. Fatal Getaway. She was the lame in Fatal Getaway. I know. <laughs> like, dude, all these names start running together because Who's they in are... Point of Entry? Who's the chicken charm? She- oh, I know why. Because they have that little oh. ski jump nose. Yeah, yes. they look the same. That cute little nose. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, I was going to say hi to Ada because she was in our point of entry episode, but never mind, Ada. Hi anyway, I guess. You're great. I (laughs) guess. Meg Atkins, she's immediately super into this couple. As she's showing them the house, she talks about how she wishes she had a good-looking man like Ralph. She touches him and flirts with him, like, right in front of Annie. And there's an important part of this exposition where she's showing them the house and they ask about the basement. She says it's been been abandoned for so long she's not sure if there's a key but she uses a bobby pin to break in. Remember that folks and then the savages fall in love with the basement because uh, Ralph says I want to call him Rob because Rob Savage directed a host that we talked about on our Patreon episode mm. our October Patreon episode and, and because Fred Savage and Rob Lowe were in the grinder which was like the best show of all time which I've never only, seen oh yeah. you've never seen it it's like the mm. best show of all time it's it was hilarious. pretty good I, yeah it was good yeah so, it was the best it's not a, so it's not about two gay guys who meet on the app. No. Okay. I mean it's no. called the grinder, so I get it. I see you know? where you're going with that. So they work at a deli? No. Okay. They they, no. they grind axes all day. One one puts on a little monkey costume and, and then Rob Lowe puts <laughs> on his, his Giuseppe Italian and he like does a little organ grinder thing oh. for, for and money. Then he, yeah. And then okay. they fuck. Oh, okay. <laughs> Got it. So that's Meg. She's clearly unstable. She is the ruthless realtor. And then the last person of interest is Lynette D, played by Alexandra Peters, who's in a TV series called Allegiance. She played a character named Sarah O'Connor in Allegiance, which I guess is the Irish Sarah Connor, I suppose. Maybe she works at Horn Pub. Horn Pub. Horn Pub. Horn or Pubbo. Horn or Pubbo. Tiny little glory holes. Yeah. She, <laughs> to me, to me, she looks 
like you know that that Muppet that has the long blonde hair and the big lips. I think her That's name is Janice. That's tells me I look like all the she time. Does, really? Yeah, she huh. plays the bass guitar in the band. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She kind of looks like a real life version of this Muppet. That, that's a really good description of her. Yeah, yeah, she does. Lynette was another potential buyer for this house, and she shows up while Meg is showing the savages around. And Lynette makes this scene. She's clearly angry with Meg. They clearly know each other. Lynette tells Meg, you weren't supposed to put signs up. This was supposed to be an off-market sale. But Meg said she decided that she was going to sell it to someone else after she learned that Lynette was... Lynette had plans to tear the house down if she ever bought it. So Lynette's pissed and storms off. Yeah, weren't the uh, the savages, as I like to refer to them, um, weren't the savages just out like on a nature walk and he was like taking pictures of his disgusting bugs as the wife called them and they just happened to see this house? Is that is that how this this all came about? I thought that I thought they ended up meeting there, but he was already there. Maybe she was coming from work. Maybe they did encounter it. I don't know. See, I thought it was just like, I don't know, like they were just, it was like a serendipitous kind of, mm, oh, we're out here there's this beautiful home that's for sale, why don't we go Becca. look? Let us know, Becca. Because Becca. Yeah, let's, let's get, get into this. Let, yeah, Becca, look, we so appreciate you that we watch this movie in whichever order it came in. It was, let me, t- so, what? We, we looked... <laughs> So we looked for this film. It was really nowhere available for streaming, which it happens a lot with, especially if it's a movie that came out this year, because Lifetime plays it on their network. They don't want anybody else to have it or have access to it. They don't even want you to rent it. So we looked around, and it showed up on this streaming site called Philo, a subscription streaming site. Or maybe it's Philo. I don't know. And we set up the free trial, and then when we accessed the movie page... It says, oh, this movie is not available. So did a bunch of searching. YouTube has all these postings where it says this is Ruthless Realtor, and it's like a totally different movie. Mm-hmm. And finally, I found it on YouTube, but it was... Okay, so when people put movies on YouTube that they're not supposed to put on YouTube, they will often... They'll zoom in a bit on the actual movie itself, because these production companies scan YouTube, essentially. And they do it, they don't do it manually. They do it, like, electronically. With a bot. Yeah. So if you're zoomed in, or if you've got it at, like, a, a weird zoomed-in angle, the bots won't catch it, or at least as catch it as quickly or as easily. Right. But this movie went beyond that. Whoever, the person who posted this movie went beyond that. They zoomed in at certain places, but then they also would run certain scenes backwards, like, people would walk into the room and then out of the room. What? And then into the room. Yeah. It was a mind fuck. The that sounds audio, awesome. It was, I loved it. The audio would sometimes not be matching up with the voices. Not but at it took all. A little, yeah. So the audio was all correct, I think. They got the audio and then they had to change all these scenes up to, to make it pass what a to where they yes for them yeah, yeah. but yeah. i mean we were it was it, great I do, watching it. i do wonder what their motivation was for for putting this movie up there i mean total i appreciate anarchy. it total anarchy probably yeah <laughs> because everybody knows that when the society falls it begins with lifetime movie network oh, yeah everyone oh, yeah. knows that it's the linchpin yeah. yeah yeah i felt like they were giving us like secret messages like subliminally that maybe Possibly. we were i mean maybe if you went back and watched it and like 
eventually I kind of just grew used to it, and I was like, oh, yeah, 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 okay. Like, it made some really bad scenes even funnier. Yes! The scene where she's talking about, oh, we've got to get out of here, we got to go stay in a hotel. That whole scene was probably poorly written anyway, because Mm -hmm. she's, like, in panic mode, and her husband, Ralph, is just, like, like, kind of in a jocular, like, kind of humorous mood, and he's, like, making light of her panic, and it just was so exaggerated with the them walking in the room and then immediately walking back out, walking in the room, immediately walking out, him, like, laughing at really inappropriate times, but also, like, talking, and it was just, that one scene alone, I would go ahead and say, is my call-out of the best scene, but specific to the version we watched, because they were so incongruent it was like the the imagery and the the audio was so incongruent it made for a really solid time it felt to me like they maybe had just a couple shots from each scene and so they just used those same shots huh. over and over again like <laughs> running them backwards been, running them forward you know that could make that could yeah that seems to to hold up like i could believe they just that. like assembled a movie out of a handful of shots from each scene yeah uh, it's just but so I'm bizarre i'm just gonna say like if you've ever wanted to try acid or mushrooms but didn't actually want to like try acid or mushrooms just go ahead and watch this movie on youtube yeah. uh, just look for it now you can only from what we found you can only find it from, from one person um i'm not going to share their name uh just because i don't want them to potentially have any issues yeah we don't but, want them to get caught yeah yeah uh but if you can go find it um it's it, it, it's good for a good confusing time <laughs> you should definitely try acid or mushrooms if you want to you should do it i mean yeah. no, it's not everybody's thing you know i'm saying if you, somebody wants to somebody wants to you should do it yeah but like i knew i knew my personality and i have cur- had curiosity but i wouldn't say somebody with my personality really should should do it um i tried it for you you shouldn't then I tried it a few more times and was like, nope, yeah. solidly not a good idea. No, I still eat mushrooms at least once a year. Um, let, let Kirby out. Ugh. Get Kirby out of here. This fucking cat. My door is basically like partial, mostly shut. She forced her way in. <laughs> oh, that fatty. She walked right up to where my desk is, <laughs> sat down, looked at me, and immediately you said, you should let Kirby out. I hadn't even heard her yet. Right? <laughs> I look down, she looks up at me and goes, like she does. <laughs> I stand up, and she walks her little ass straight to the garage door, sits back down, and looks up at me again. <clears throat> animal update, animal update, we're updating our animals. What a bitch. She's like, you know what to do. Yeah, just do it already. Just do it already. So reviews, there's not many because it's such a new movie and it's hard to find. <laughs> uh, there, There isn't a Rotten Tomatoes score yet and it's not on Amazon, but IMDb has a 6.1 score out, oh. of, uh, out of 10, but it also only has four reviews. Huh. So that leads us to Rachel's Hot Take. Rachel's Hot Take. Do-do-do-do-do. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> So, um, this was a really hard, like, how do you really, really assess a movie that you 
didn't watch in order that was except for in a some of the time you did yeah yeah it was a blended <laughs> movie um mm-hmm. so uh i think if i had to watch it straight through probably not the greatest movie um probably would actually give it like four-ish buzz balls i think it was very typical you you knew what was going to happen long before Mm -hmm. um it was going to happen you knew who the antagonist was that was pretty easy to figure out and i'm pretty sure they made a mistake that they mentioned some things that we'll get into at the beginning of the movie that they swear they didn't mention until the towards the end Mm, okay then uh yeah so i'd probably give it four buzz balls uh with the way that Steph and I watched it, maybe like one and a half buzz yeah, balls. So you guys, I was thinking one. Yeah, so you could actually <laughs> comprehend, comprehend it and like laugh at the same time and you wouldn't be just so like drunk and confused that you really were just, this makes literally no sense. Uh, because you had to have some, some wherewithal to, to really know where you were at and just in in general in life uh when watching this movie the way Steph and I watched it so mm-hmm. uh we could split the difference between what one and a half and four and say you know 2.75 or so um mm. overall uh but I to fully give my opinion on the movie I would have to actually watch the legitimate movie as well but it seemed like a genuinely great opportunity to make fun of a movie. And mm-hmm. uh, that, that is the one sadness that I do have is that I think while we still probably have some things to make fun of, I think there could have been, it could have been more of a robust making fun <laughs> of movie. Yeah. You know, with, with the way that we watched it, obviously you couldn't really determine what the cinematography was like or the pacing. Yes. (laughs) You know, you kind of had to take that out of the equation, but you could kind of get an idea, you know, of of certain things. I think I gleaned enough to know that it was shitty acting. Like, I think I do know that. I don't think, (laughs) Ralph particularly seemed like a really shitty actor. I think uh, Christy Burson did a good job because I think she was believable as kind of an off kilter. I don't think it was her performance was overdone necessarily. Uh, I think she did a good job. And uh, Annie, uh, Lillianne Harrison, Allison Williams' daughter, wife, sister. (laughs) Mother, wife, just Mormons. Brian, Brian. I think she did okay. Brian Williams. I disagree with you on this. Sister on Brian sister Williams, Adam's sister, husband, wife. I, totally I, yeah. disagree. I heard I she think... was in Girls just because of, like, Brian Williams, like, got her in that He show. was like, hey, look, one time I was in a helicopter and it got shot down. <laughs> and they were like, oh, damn. So yeah. and then, and then was, I, like, I had, like, a machine gun. And then there was, like, this <laughs> dude. And I, like, shot the shit out of it. And then I fucking backflipped. And then, like... Prince was there, and uh, do you guys know who like, Rambo is? Because he was inspired by me. He was inspired by That's me. Right. I have a seven and a half inch penis. Why would he brag about having a small penis? No, that's not a small pickle. That's a small. <laughs> you motherfuckers. Oh, hell. <laughs> no, Ray, I, I've, got, I've got some good news for you. I would just like to go on record and say I don't like big penises. I, I think average <laughs> is three and a half inches, right? <laughs> Okay, yeah. if that's what Cecily like, tells you. I think it's like three and a half inches That's a sweet wife you have. I know I'm above average, so it's three and a half inches as average. 
So tropes, Rach, what tropes did you have? So I have been so excited this week to talk about tropes because oh, I finally, I finally, in the middle of last week, remembered the one I forgot. And oh, that I really... For last I, week? or Yeah, for last week. Oh, okay. So not in this movie. <laughs> uh, we just rewound. Yeah. But I just want to point this one out because it has been a key point to the plot in two movies we've seen, which one is actually Fatal Getaway um, ah. with Christy Burson. And the other one was the monster movie, The Under the Bed. And that is interior doors of a home locking on the exterior side. Mm. So, like, you're in a bedroom, and the door locks from the hallway, and so people can actually lock you into your own room. Right. Mm. So that happened in, in Fatal Getaway. Remember well, that, that makes sense because he was a home-killing right. person. But it also person. happened yeah. in the monster movie yeah. that the dad was like, I'm going to lock you guys in here. Because he was abusive. I feel like so, it's a shitty device to move a story forward. <laughs> that's what a trope is. Oh, Do you right. not know what the... <laughs> yeah. I honestly didn't know what a... I just kept hearing you say it, and I was like, I don't think that's a word. He thought it was like <laughs> intestines. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, no, that's true. Tri- my trope hurts. My trope, my trope fell trope out. My trope fell out. <laughs> um, <laughs> has your trope fallen out? Email us at lifewidepodcast at gmail.com. Please don't send us prolap pictures. Prolapsed. What did I say? Or prolap. Pro-lap. Hey, yeah. I am not anti-lap. I am <laughs> prolap. <laughs> Said the swimmer. Um, mm, I was like, yeah, is that a yeah, common t- thing that happens yeah. to swimmers? Yeah. Or it's assholes a just fall it's a off? It took, no, it took me a lifters. second, but I got it. I got I it. I like to yeah. make people think. Yeah. All right, cool. So, <laughs> no, wait, tropes. Uh, so, yeah, tropes. I, mean, I guess we could almost say that semi one because she did have to un bobby bobby pin and unlock the door with her bobby pin. Although, yeah. basements. Basements I usually. Think that yeah. is actually the way basements tend to lock. Um, <laughs> this time we did have, well, we had. The world's biggest house they moved into. Oh At my god, it was knew. so huge. It was, huge. It was like kind of, a multi-family house. What kind of lawyer was she? And what kind of photographer was he? Because they were both apparently doing really well. Yeah. And the owner before that was one guy. One guy. Who lived alone. Yeah. Uh, but at least we had, there was no ambiguous job. Right, um, we knew what they did, yeah. She's yes. a tobacco lobbyist. Probably mm. that would make or, sense. Or kimchi. She, kimchi. Or kimchi. She's a kimchi. She's, a kimchi. kimchi. she's trying to lobby the government to allow nicotine to be put into kimchi. Mm, they call so it nicotine. So it becomes mm, tobacco. Because oh, I love that episode. <laughs> that is the best episode of The Simpsons. Oh my god! Tomaco. I mean, that was so good. That's where Homer smokes pot because he gets his eye yeah. pecked at. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Oh my god, I haven't heard that word like since that episode came yeah. out like yeah. 30 years ago. Season 10, I want to say. Once again, the Simpsons predicted the future that they'd put nicotine in kimchi one day and sell it to well, our youth. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because the, yeah, the, back to the future one thing too. the youth love, it's kimchi. Yeah. Oh, uh, all the kids are just running around Simpsons. eating kimchi. We haven't had a good Simpsons yeah. reference we in a while. A, You're right. A good Simpsons reference in like a I long did time, it. and I, I just did just throw it out there. Seinfeld. Yay, Zach! Good job. Seinfeld. Yeah, remember uh, the when they all make a bet to see who can go the longest without masturbating. The contest. Yeah. Right? The, yeah. Apropos of nothing, I just wanted to reference Seinfeld. Yeah. Great. Um, so I I had another trope in mind, but we've been so derailed. Uh, what tropes did you see? 
Uh, it actually had an alternate title. It was originally called The Realtor. Just The Realtor. Yeah. Disbelieving police force briefly at the beginning, yeah. but then pulls a 180 and becomes overly believing police force. <laughs> uh, giant house. This one's a new one. Parking garages are dangerous places. I feel like that could maybe be added because there's a scene where she's walking through the. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so great yeah. because you see her feet walking backwards. In the yes. Yes. Oh, yes. That was hilarious. Yep. Yep. That was good. That was solid. Three out of four yeah. people get murdered in parking garages. Be, right this second, careful. there are right three out of four second. people are getting murdered. Right this second, yeah, uh, uh, a person you know is being strangled behind yeah. a Hummer. Call everyone you love. Behind a Humvee in, yeah. in a parking garage. While getting a Hummer. So maybe it's working out maybe it's them. Maybe it's working <laughs> So maybe don't call them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if that's what they're into... Erotic yeah. asphyxiation. You don't want to interrupt that from my understanding. You don't want to interrupt that. I feel, I hear you no. have to concentrate really hard. Yeah, and holding your breath. Yeah. Um, th- th- there's also the uh, selling the house and moving at the end, that trope. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then movie specific, just drink anytime Meg says, I got better. Oh, she got better. good call. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. So, Rach, where do you want to start with this train wreck? Aha, uh-huh, Jesus. Okay, so this is where, like, I thought I remembered in the beginning Lynette screaming about buying the house because, like, that was the house yeah. she grew up in. Uh, you know, that sounds familiar, but then, yeah, it comes out later that... That I, no I, one I, knew this? I, I, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I had the knowledge that she did used mm. to live there, that her family owned it at one point. Yeah. But then we later find out that her parents were supposedly kidnapped while she was hi- she was 15, no. hiding in a closet. Yeah, yeah. but I feel Whoa. like but when yeah. in the opening they talk about how I feel like, like she Lynette it, like, yeah. lived here... And yeah, something happened to her family. Like her parents died, but they left her the the town pharmacy. I mean, from my initial memory of that opening scene, I thought mm-hmm. that she wanted to like tear the house down and make like a business center of some sort, like sell yeah. it out for condos or something. Well, and I just recently rewatched that scene today just to kind of refresh myself on what Lynette was saying about it being off market. Um, Meg does mention, yeah, you were going to tear it down if you bought it. So I changed my mind. She said, oh, and she's telling the savages, Meg tells the savages that her family left her the pharmacy. She doesn't mention that her family died, at least in that scene. Okay. And I don't recall her saying then that her family used to own the house, but I feel like the first time I saw it that that was that that was mentioned. But who I knows? This I movie, it, well, the I think cut we saw. I was <laughs> yeah. gonna say, but I think also these movies are so predictable that you maybe that it's yeah. kind of like I even made that up in my own mind, even because that's what where I knew it was going. Like I. Mm-hmm. I it, the, this there was no big reveal for me i was like yeah yeah yeah, let's get to this so yeah there's this twist about three quarters of the way through that was so obvious and so predictable yeah you're like annie annie you dumb bitch you must not be a very good lawyer well yeah and i wonder why before annie figures it out so lynette's the bad person 
So the entire, <laughs> we'll just tell you, the entire movie, uh, it seems that Meg is unstable and stalking them and she, they keep finding her outside. Yeah, she shows up at the house. She cooks dinner for them. Well, um, she is super weird. Like, I mean, you're re- you buy a house and a realtor comes over to your house and cooks dinner. And yeah. you're just like, oh. Uh, yeah, that would be weird. <laughs> I would like to talk about the pregnancy test. Because <laughs> yes, let's talk about that. So we see this scene after they move in where Annie takes a pregnancy test. She looks she well, we don't see her actually peeing on the stick, but she looks at the <laughs> pregnancy test and she sees that she's pregnant, but she she hasn't mentioned it yet. And then Christy Burson comes over, just invites herself in, uses the restroom. I guess fishes this pregnancy test out of the trash can and comes out and says, oh my gosh, congratulations. I'm so happy oh, for you. That is weird and off It's really weird. And the entire time she's talking about how great of a couple they are and how much she loves them. And yeah, she's like super flirtatious and like, yeah, with putting Ralph, her yeah. Hand, like you said, his, uh, her hand on his back. She's touching him constantly. Oh, so, Then, if that wasn't weird enough, later on, because she just keeps coming by and she thinks she's friends with them, she brings them a gift that is the pregnancy test mounted in, like, a picture frame. What? Yeah. And Ralph Ralph isn't that weirded out by it. He's like, oh, that's nice. But then, but but Annie super is. She's like, I what the hell? I would be weirded out by that. Yeah. Yeah. But then she plays off. She's like, oh, it's just a novelty gift. No, no. Me peeing yeah. on a stick and you digging it out of the trash and then putting it in a picture frame is not a novelty gift. A novelty gift is like, you know, a shot glass made out of boobs or something. That's with pee a novelty in it. Gift. Yeah, with, with pee, in, pee it. in it. Mounted. Yes. Yeah. Mounted. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Well, did you did you have anything else you want to talk about, or should I? Uh, not. Let's see. Not in that scene. I mean, I think more of my interest comes in later in the movie. Um, okay. We don't have to go in order. I mean, the movie I, didn't. I just think that. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think that's when I finally <laughs> got the rhythm of the movie. Yeah. And Give me the rhythm of the movie. Dance to the morning movie. Get a rhythm on your movie. You can leave it on the movie. I don't know. That's what it's like yeah. to watch this movie on YouTube. Yeah. It really was. <laughs> well, here, then, okay, then if we're going to sort yeah. of go in order, let's talk yeah, about the, yeah. the one fantasy scene that we have that's completely out of place fantasy in the entire scene. movie. You mean with the... Uh, with, in with the dark the, room. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, as we know, Ralph is a photographer, and Meg finds this out while she's showing them the house, and she says, oh, do you ever do professional headshots? He said no, because he tends to take pictures of, of nature and, and ugly insects, but he, he says, if you help us get into this house, then maybe I'll, I'll do a session with you if you like. So, she takes him up on that. She, they do that thing where he's out in the yard. I don't know if he's checking the mail, or he's doing something in the yard, maybe taking photos. And she just kind of shows up behind him and scares him. It's like, oh, oh, oh. That, that fake scare kind of oh. thing. 
And she says, oh, I want to take you up on the offer. And he's like, have you ever heard of the phone? And like, you know, yeah. making up She's appointments. She's like, this is a movie. Uh, yeah. People don't call each other in movies. They just show up. And he says, you're right. Yeah. Can you walk backwards for me? So they, <laughs> they go in the basement because that's where his studio has, has become in his dark room. And she she says, oh, I'm going to run upstairs to change, which I don't know why she didn't just show up in her stuff. Anyway, I, I wondered that, too. And man, some of those outfits were a little sexy for a realtor. Yeah. Yeah. She had multiple <laughs> costume changes for this photo shoot. She goes upstairs and I guess she takes forever. Maybe she had to poop. And he, he, after a while, he kind of is wondering and he goes upstairs and he is calling out for her and he like knocks on the bathroom door and she doesn't answer. And so he's kind of looking around and then he decides to open the bathroom door and it's unlocked and she's in there naked and she's like, oh my goodness. And she, you see her kind of smile because she's ruthless like that. You know, like, oh. Yeah, they do a pretty good job of making you think she's the crazy baby. She's so That's the thing, though. She still is crazy. Right. We'll get into that. She's super crazy. She's still fucking (laughs) nuts. This is not solved by the fact that somebody else was the bad guy. She's still batshit. She's she's still fucking crazy crazy. Not that there's anything wrong with that. (laughs) I'm still. Yeah, yeah, she's just, like, in the basement. So they go through this photo shoot, and he takes a bunch of photos, and then she wants to see the dark room as he develops photos. And she acts like she doesn't know how photography works. (laughs) She's just like, oh, it's magic. She's like, that's my face on the paper. How did you do that? that? You're a wizard. And he says, yeah, I'm I'm a wizard. And then they start making out. And really? you're thinking, what the fuck? Ralph doesn't seem like that guy. That's so weird. Like, I, okay, I guess he is a piece of shit. But then it stops and it's back to her saying it's magic. So there was this brief fantasy that occurred in her head. Her head, Where okay. she was making up, making out with, well, we presume it, yeah. Because then she kind of tries to go for him like she did in the fantasy. And he's like, no, 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 whoa, 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 what the hell? This is not... And then she hits her head, and then she opens up the door to leave in the dark room and exposes all the oh, films of the pictures to light dang. ruins it. But I thought it was so bizarre that there's this one singular fantasy scene, unless whoever put this on YouTube just found an outtake and <laughs> stuck I mean, it in well, there. So why, why did you think the one fantasy scene was kind of weird? Because I, because I, felt, I felt like it was kind of appropriate. Because that's the only time we really see the inside of her mind. The rest of the film is shown from basically, mainly the savage's point of view, really. That's the one time you see something in her head. I thought it was just a a convenient way to establish that she has an unhealthy fantasy about this couple. You know, because throughout the movie, she's screaming at Annie, we're friends, we're friends. And so I thought that was kind of like, you know, the one way to really illustrate, like, this chick be crazy. This is my reasoning. I feel like we've talked about this, like how an outline works. If you have a one, you got to have a two. If you have an A, you have Mm. to have a B. You know, and so if you just have this one scene where you just see this weird fantasy, that, but like the entire rest of the movie is basically told from someone else's point of view then it's just kind of it just seems like an it's inconsistency kind of, i can say that it's like yeah. a dangling participle if i was uh, it is. Reference it's, a, it's a English. dangling fantasy scene yeah yeah yeah, yeah that exactly. makes sense i can see that mm-hmm. yeah well i guess we can talk about how the cop how we knew the cop was going to die because he's texting his wife saying, well, I can't wait to get that promotion to detective. Oh, really? It he was may like as well that? say, 
I can't wait to retire tomorrow because yeah. that that's just yeah. But he ends up dying. That, that, that remind me of something else. The rolling blackouts. What is that about? Yeah, rolling blackouts. Very strange. They exist really for only one small reason at the end, but they're still not necessary. No. At all. At all. At all. Like, and I was like, where do you live? Because you're not in central LA. I can tell that by the fact that there's Maybe so much land. Out, around. Like in California somewhere, Maybe. but like out, because they're obviously isolated. When I stayed my two months in Tanzania, every night we had a rolling blackout. So maybe they were in Tanzania. They're probably yeah. in Tanzania. They That's probably, probably where. That's probably Tanzania, Canada. Yeah. Tanzania, Canada. <laughs> Tanzania, Canada. Uh, Canada. There's, there's little Tanzania in Toronto. There probably is. There probably is. Yeah, they probably have some great umami. Nope, not mm-hmm. that, not the right thing. They're different, but that's fine. Different. I would love some Tanzanian umami. Oh, that sounds yeah. good, actually. That sounds delicious yeah. with some kimchi yeah. on the side. Oh, yeah. yeah, nicotine for me. Really? The, the only time the black... So the blackouts keep happening where there are these rolling blackouts to save power. They're legitimate. We just find out at the end that Lynette, the real bad guy, well, the, the more bad guy, because let's face it, Meg is still insane. She, yeah, right. she says these she rolling is. blackouts are great because it helps me pull bodies out of places or something like that yeah, yeah just, which is really really my like my like the point i really want to get to yeah let's uh, do it let's get there okay fine let's just jump Wait. to that end okay yeah so well i feel like i feel like we should really focus on meg's story really quickly and her okay, ups yeah. and downs and how she gets arrested and then how she breaks out of prison which is one thing that made me think this cannot be based on a true story because breaking out of prison it would have been like but the thing is, is, she was in county jail. They yeah. call it prison, but she wasn't because she was just oh, in yeah, holding. she was in county. You could tell by her orange jumpsuit because you get... Right, you graduate yeah. to another color once you get out of Canada. When you go to, yeah, you get the white and the black stripes <laughs> and Jack White. And, and yeah, but then the only reason she was arrested was for trespassing, essentially, because she hadn't really yes. done anything. And there was a citywide search for her when yes. she escaped. Well, why? Also, that now reminds me, this is going like the movie. Like, now I want to back yeah. up to when she was about to knock on the door or something, and they, they discovered her out on the porch. And so, yeah. they, and so Annie and Ralph are like, call the cops, and they're like, we, we have this trespasser. And the cop comes out there and was like, Annie, you're a lawyer. You know she could get off on the defense. She was about to knock on the door. And I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, that old defense. I'm about to that knock on the door defense. The disbelieving I'm about police to knock on the door defense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so they keep seeing Meg just like peering through their windows and, and very essentially weird. stalking. Very yeah. strange. At one point, Meg comes into the house in the middle of the night. Whoa. Because as we know, she knows how to pick locks. And she said, oh, there was a prowler at, around your house with a gas mask on. I was trying to, I, I scared them off. I pulled their mask off, but they ran off, so I what? couldn't see who it was. So she has this defense is that she's trying to protect them. But but that was well, when she was arrested. anyway? Why are but, you? Right, that's why she yeah, was arrested. Yeah. Right. And that, but what, yeah. that is never answered why no, she was No, it's because she's fucking batshit she is batshit she is batshit and uh i think yeah she's totally fucking crazy but basically meg i guess in her attempt to save the savages <laughs> which is that's that's the sequel save the savages <laughs> save, save the, the savages uh yeah gets herself arrested now did you notice stephanie and again 
out of order, so maybe I misunderstood. But they like <laughs> let they brought her Meg like all these um, government documents about like yeah. the property that the savages had bought, and somebody mm-hmm. said, "Are you really representing yourself?" And she yeah. said, "Yeah, I am." But there was no. What trial was going to happen? What trial no- was going to happen? And then also, how did she get enough money to sell to send this massive amount of paperwork to the savages? Like, you're in jail. They don't just Tax- say no. That Tanzanian taxpayer th- dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen some Tanzanian prison trucks. They don't. They don't let you just mail yeah. shit there. I can guarantee. Yeah, she it. has this little like law learning montage yeah. in her prison cell. Really, but that's funny. There's no try. Like, were they? Does that mean they're pressing charges Part- for her trespassing? Yeah. yeah. Why would there be a trial? Yeah, that's right. That's like usually- a civil court. Right, it's a yeah. civil thing. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. Did they yeah. do Walking on Sunshine when they did the montage of her learning the law? Yeah, law. Walk, they should have. Like, and then like a guard, a guard comes in and starts beating her. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She gets. She she gets anally bra- raped in the shower. In the lady oh, prison? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's rough. <laughs> no, women, yeah, in the in the lady county jail. In the lady, the <laughs> anal rape in the lady county jail? Dude, I would Dude. imagine some women are way more vicious than men. Oh, for women, sure. Women have something. Some what, women have something. Look, when a man rapes another man in jail, the man that's doing the raping is doing it solely for pleasure. He needs to make the goosh goosh, and he can't do it with his hand anymore. No, it's not for pleasure. It's for power. I, well, yeah. but he's also, I would no. assume. I so mean, what? Pa- you know, no. Rape is not about pleasure. It's not about, look, I, you guys know nothing Day of rape, prison maybe, rape. But okay. I just spit all over my computer. Do you know about prison rape, Zach? I, I as a ma- every man. <laughs> Do you want me to spit on my own face to make you feel better? With knowing how awful prison rape would be. Every man is oh. born. That's like a congenital defect in men. Is that I think yeah. just being a man is a congenital, congenital defect. defect. <laughs> like, what happened to the rest of your chromosome? Like, yeah, where did that break off? off? I don't know. I just, uh, I, I'm saying I doubt that there are women anally raping other women in lady Dude, prison. Dude, rape is all about power, and I guarantee there are some women who have anally raped some it, women. Look, uh, email us at lifelinepodcasts at gmail.com and let us know if you're an authority mm-hmm. on... On prison rape. On prison rape, specifically lady-on-lady lady anal prison rape. Have you been in prison at all, or have you spent the night in county jail? Email us at lifewinepodcast at gmail.com. Also, we want to hear your story. Also visit Stephanie at 312 w- West Falafel Street, uh-huh. Austin, Texas, 787. Go fuck yourself. West Falafel. Oh. Are you telling him to visit me so I can get anally raped, Zach? Is that what you're saying? That's your business, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Meg becomes a lawyer. No, she doesn't. Yep. But yep. Uh, with that, there's some no, weird. But, there's some but weird. Well, she, legal, at least. Yeah, so <laughs> she wishes. She was basically. She basically was a paralegal. Um, but somehow she, yeah, uh, is able to send out this massive amount of documents, and then Annie shows up, like she to gets, visit her in jail. Yeah, to visit her in jail, and so Meg sits down. and was like, "Oh, you're here. Did you did you pull a lot of strings to get here?" And she's like, "No, I said I was your lawyer." And I was like, "I thought she was her own lawyer. Like, like these. No wonder she escaped. These correctional officers are idiots." And she's just being held for trespass. I mean, maybe yes. there was a. Ju- 
Becca, email us if you know what, yeah. what, what happened in this movie. Because, I mean, I feel like we saw all of the scenes, but maybe, maybe the scenes themselves yeah. were out of order. I don't Like I don't the know. scene where she gets arrested and they also find six grams of PCP in her purse. <laughs> and that explains why she's <laughs> insane. Still, you still don't need a lawyer for that. Like, I mean, I, 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 mean, I guess you do need, need a lawyer for that. six grams of PCP yeah. in your purse. But, I'm pretty yeah. sure you need a lawyer. Yeah. You might need a lawyer uh, for that one. But not in Tanzania. <laughs> Right. Well, no, in Tanzania, they'll just kill you right away. Yeah, they just cut your sure. hand oh. off in the streets. Yeah. They yeah. just cobble you. Yeah. Is it cobble? Hobble. They cobble, cobble you. They cobble, they cobble you. you. They, they make, make a you a pair of shoes, but they're very uncomfortable, and you have to wear them for a month. You can't You can't run yeah. if you're wearing them. You've been cobble hobbled. You've been cobble hobbled. I sent it you to one month cobble hobbling. These shoes are so uncomfortable. Annie Wilkes and like a blacksmith show up and yeah, you're fucked. Is Annie Wilkes the one who sang Broken Glass? No, that was Annie Lennox, but Uh, Annie Wilkes was in misery and she cobble hobbled Paul Sheldon. She did cobble hobble. She cobble yeah, hobbled some, some, some she, hardcore cobble hobble. She won an Oscar Wasker for cobble hobbling. <laughs> did she really? Uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Kathy yeah, she did. Kathy Beatty Waity. Kathy Beatty Beatty Waity. What an Oski. I love you, Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates, you are an American treasure. <laughs> she, um, won best, she won best Kathy. <laughs> She's like 20 years running. <laughs> yeah. Kathy, Kathy Griffin's always just like, fuck. Again, I'm she's not. just like, yeah. There's only yeah. two of us. Well, and Kathy Lee. There is her, but, no, but she doesn't count. Actress. She murdered she's a just bunch a of drunk children, lady. So. She yeah. did. She's just a drunk. You're thinking of Coda. Hoda. I don't know. They're Hoda. all drunk. Hoda. Hoda. Drunk. Coda. 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 Codpiece. That's. Codpiece. That's so Coda Codpiece. Coda. 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 Codpiece. She's a drunk lady. On the TV show. Uh, uh, this podcast it. makes less sense <laughs> than the movie, honestly, uh, yeah. than the way Stephanie and I watched the movie. Oh, yeah. my God. So, there's people in the walls. So, um, huh? No, I was huh? going to talk about... Uh, okay, t- yeah. Take it away. Oh, Take that away, was when Rachel. We got, that's when we got some expository dialogue was when oh, Annie yeah. was, like, listing out... And all, like, these people went missing, and these people went missing. And Meg was like, I know, there's a common thread. And Annie's like, yeah. I know, it's you. Yeah. So right. good fucking luck. <laughs> and these all people in the house. These are previous oh, people who lived in the house. That was another another of my favorite lines. So, like, Annie just rips Meg like a new one while they're sitting here she having does. this expository dialogue. She's, because Meg's like, did you get the paperwork I sent you? And these people own the house. They went missing. These people, this guy owned the house he went missing and Annie's like yeah and then she puts it all together like like um, law and order style and she's like the common thread was you and then like the next scene is her talking to Ralph and she's like look I'm not a murder trial lawyer but I'm pretty sure that's what it feels like oh yeah they're drinking wine yeah Yeah. and she's like celebrating she's like I'm so happy I'm gonna put Annie away for life and I'm like you know that wasn't the trial right there's like, no <laughs> trial yeah there's no trial it's yeah. like they're just creating this and, like, myth yeah Annie didn't even stop and talk to the cops and like say by the way she sent me all this shit I think she might be a common thread she just like has this showdown 
in a in a you know one of the very stereotypical looking yeah. cell block rooms with a single light bulb in the metal Nick table. Cousin handcuffed for yeah. trespassing. I mean, she. Why is she? Scared? I don't no, understand. Because she's a danger to herself and others. Yeah, That's I guess. Why. Canada doesn't guess. fuck around. They like, probably interviewed her and like, oof. We're, we're yeah. saving some lives here. Well, this, um, and we learned that she might have an addiction to pain pills. Nice. And she often, Which yeah, ones? She, uh, can she get me some? Yeah, can she? They don't, ex- they don't actually say. She just says, I need some more pills. As she talks, she calls Lynette because Lynette owns the pharmacy. Oh, nice. You got to have a friend yeah. in the pharmacy. Yeah. She's not a pharmacist, so it's not like she right, just but isn't she wearing a white She's wearing yeah. a white coat, though, right? Yeah, I'm because very confused by what Lynette's she, family did. I she owns it, but she but, but I don't doesn't... Think she's a pharmacist. You can't, you can't just be a pharmacist. You can't just inherit pharmacies. <laughs> pharmaceutical. Well, you, can, you can inherit the business, license. but you, yeah, you, can inherit the you business, still have but you to can't. go to pharmaceutical college. Yeah. Which F- is every P. college. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> pharmaceutical starts with an F, right? <laughs> Adderall no College. <laughs> Oh, okay, I but them. let's talk about how old is Meg also, because Meg, in, in all this expository dialogue, uh, Annie's like, yeah, you're the one who sold everyone the house, but Lynette's parents were the first owners, and then there was yeah. some dude named Peter something or the other. And Mr. All of Lyons them, or something? Yeah, something yeah. like that. And Lyson, all, of, all of them, would, Mr. Lysol, Peter Lysol. That's <laughs> 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 why he could buy the house and live there yeah, by himself, because, because he has the Lysol fortune. He has the Lysol fortune. He's not a Lysolologist, though. He just inherited it. Right. He didn't go to Lysol school. Oh, Rachel's thinking. Wow. Did you notice my scratching? (laughs) She's like looking up and scratching her head. Like, what's going to come out next? Because like lysing cells is cutting cells in half, which is a very effective way to like, you know, kill cells. So is that why Lysol's named Lysol? Wow. I don't know. You should look that up. No. (laughs) And I'm the one weed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's true all of a sudden. Wow. <laughs> I swallowed wrong just as he said that. Rachel just has his giant bong <laughs> off camera. Uh, that would be funny. No, guys, that's the trunk of my pet elephant. Stampy. Stampy blows weed smoke right into my face. As a good pet elephant would do. Pet elephant sounds too much like pedo. Yeah, pedo <laughs> elephant. Do you want to talk about the fentanyl, the gas, yeah. like the whole, how the I whole do, gas yeah. thing comes yeah. about? So there is that scene where Meg, Meg, Meg is arrested for trespassing and she talks and about going the, to trial. Ga- the gas mask. Yeah, she's yeah. going to go to trial for trespassing. You know how it be. So we, we find out later that it's not my bloody Valentine, but it's Lynette. Uh. It's Lynette, and she's got a fogger of fentanyl. That sounds so <laughs> awesome. I mean, she works for a pharmacy. She owns a pharmacy, yeah, so clearly know you she could just can get just get a fogger of fentanyl. You can get a fogger yeah, of fentanyl. Because fentanyl is like a super deadly substance. Uh, you have, I mean, I don't know. I don't think she's... you can even get it in a pharmacy in gas form, can you? <laughs> I, I mean, there's gaseous fentanyl. If she were like an but anesthesiologist, several, maybe she has several. No, it's still oh, she has several gas tanks. She's got them in the trunk of her car. Oh, I 
thought yeah. you meant like on her back, like yes. Ghostbusters. Like she's just like going she around. She does. She just no, takes one at a time. That was yeah. the first canister. She did. If she had a, a like a, a fogger on her back, and she was just what's spraying. great is that she also has a gun. And yet she well, uses the fit. I guess it's quieter. But see, this is why I liked her as a killer. Is because yeah. she actually fentanyled everybody before she was going to murder them. Like she but then how did she actually murder them? Did she fentanyl them, then, then put them like, in the wall? I guess and they just died by starving to oh, death? Oh, no, that's mm-hmm. a good point. I, didn't, I yeah, thought she she's brutally, not nice. I thought she would, like, yeah, now that you say that, now actually. Yeah, they didn't wake so, up from the fentanyl mist. I mean... But it was dumb. If she fentanyled somebody on the second floor, she had to drag them down to the basement. Yeah, seal them in the wall. What yeah. I've heard about fentanyl, like, sometimes you can get... There was, like, a cop who got a dusting on his hand during a, a drug uh, bust, and he died. Like, fentanyl can be very Whoa, deadly. Just from getting some on yeah, his hand? Yeah, fentanyl is extremely yeah. deadly. Yeah. Um, well, that's how Prince died. Yeah. It's yeah. an extreme... Yeah, and that was still, like, Jackson. through uh, anesthesiologists. Like... It's yeah, an extremely deadly doctor. Yeah. his license. Yeah. 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 Um, so her fogging people with fentanyl. Like, just left and right. Just. Yeah. Just. It was like in signs when the alien takes the kid and goes. Was. <laughs> it was. Like the asthmatic. Rory Culkin. Succession. I thought it was Kieran Culkin that was in succession. Yep. It is Kieran Culkin. You passed the test. You're right. Great. I, Great. There's so many Culkins. There's, well, there's only two good ones. Which ones are Which, they, though? I would say Kieran and Kieran. Uh, I'd say Macaulay. He's pretty funny on Twitter book. Oh, good. Good for him. But, but you can't keep him and Haley Joel, Os- Joel Osmond separate. Joel like, Osmond. They're Jolt basically Almonds. the same person. <laughs> mm, Jolt almonds. Oh, caffeine, cho- espresso, chocolate-covered almonds. It's been done. Oh, my God. Jolt it's been almonds. Done. But they haven't been called Haley Jolt almonds. <laughs> oh, my God. Get him on the phone. Haley, Haley, call us. Haley, call us. Haley. 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 Call us at 1-800-LIFELINE yeah. or email us at lifelinepodcast at gmail.com. Seriously, though. Or we'll call you. We'll call you. Just give us your number. Give us your number. Give us your number. And we'll text you our ideas. We'll do 1010-220-1800, your number. Wait, is that like what uh, Ed O'Neill used to advertise for? 1010-2... How do you even remember How that? How do you remember that? Do you remember Maganaka Pisai? Manganaka Pisa, yeah. the guy in the holy yes, shit, that was AT and T. I thought that was Sprint. Wait, that was because he, he calls because he, oh, because he's like you know who David's, doesn't have it. It's David Spade. AT and T doesn't have it. Yeah, Wait, it's David Spade. Say it again. Say it again. David Spade was calling Tahiti, and the guy's like Manganaka Pisa. Yeah, David Spade's in the commercial. Yeah. he's talking Whoa. about it. He's ta- what? Yes. I didn't realize that. Because I thought about this commercial the other day because that that popped in my mind every day. Manganaka Pisa. So David Spade is like trying to talk about Sprint, and he's like blah blah, and he's like he might even accidentally call Tahiti, and then it's like the guy answers the phone. Like Maganaga Pisa. Oh my God, Maganaga Pisa. <laughs> right. No, but you know what? Google's going to tell me. This is the me. derailment of. It looks like there aren't any great <laughs> matches for your search. This is okay. the derailment of all derailments. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Google. Go fuck yourself. That is how you know that Mag- you've hit rock bottom. Is when Google Mag- can't help you. Google can't Maga help you. Maganaga Pisa phone commercial. David Spade. Okay. I like that we can hear like, our clicky clicks. Oh, oh, 
Okay, but I got a, a link that says my collection of lesbians, 72. Whoa, okay. well, there you go. Don't um, click on that. Don't click on that. We're going to put safe search on. <laughs> um, how did that come up from Maganaka Peace phone commercial David Spade? Because okay. the word peas sure in it. I, I, Oh. And Maganaga, um, Maganaga Pisai phone commercial. Motherfucker, I keep getting a collection of lesbians. So, okay, uh, we'll talk about this later. <laughs> that is what the internet actually is. It's not like I search your convex cunt. No, nope, nope. If you don't actually know exactly. What happens if I search for convex cunt? Don't, oh my God. don't do it. Cunt. Don't do it. I got me. Oh, I got a. Uh, I got convertibilization to convo tees, which is an urban dictionary. Oh, that's weird. Literally just a penis. Okay, that's what a convex cunt is. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Cool. So okay, wait, I need to go back to this phone commercial because I remember the one where <laughs> the guy is like, uh, "We had a girl. We had a girl. It's a nine pounds, eight ounces, whatever." What was that one? know all the phone commercials from the, <laughs> from the 80s and 90s what did that one mean because when you're calling collect instead of saying because you didn't want them to answer and pay so you're just like it's we add a baby it's a boy yeah right yeah, yeah. i remember yeah. that we one but baby. what's the one but what's the one you guys keep saying monopana pia papa maganaka pisai so it's like somebody's trying to call long distance but like they end up getting somebody in tahiti and a guy because like the guy's in the rain and it's it's crying the sky is crying (laughs) he's in a phone booth and he's trying to get a hold of home but for some reason long distance didn't work in the 80s so he's like calls tahiti by accident and this guy answers with like a like a hawaiian shirt on because he's in tahiti and he's like maganaka pisai and he's like god damn I don't know your language. I'm just looking at David's. Okay, here we go. Okay, one hundred. So there was no like secret message in that. No. Here we go. Okay. 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 I feel better now. Okay. There are David Spade commercials. He did one eight hundred collect. Oh, uh, I might be wrong. You are wrong. It's okay. We're, we're going to figure this out. We're going to get on this. You know what? We haven't had an interlude. Should we just have an interlude and go pee and Zach <laughs> sure. and have a wrap and sure. we can maybe recenter and, okay. and figure this out? I can. We'll I can get on board that one. <laughs> yeah. When you, uh, yeah. It's time for Zach's interlude. It's time for Zach's interlude. Gotta interlude a certain amount of time. Why the ladies pee? I'm just gonna sit here and rhyme. It's the interlude, Zach's interlude. Crazy dude with an interlude. <clears throat> oh my god oh my god i'm coming to you live i'm coming to you live day after this is the day after the election you're listening to this oh jesus christ all right well we'll we'll put gunshots in and post all right i'm talking to you live it's 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 november 4th and I'm on the mean streets of Austin, Texas. There is a, a full-blown civil war. The the the, the conservatives they got a, a bunch of real fat guys dressed up pretending to be GI Joe, and they don't know actually how to shoot weapons. They just spend all their time and money shooting weapons or buying weapons. Damn it! I have fucked this up. Stephanie, cut all that out. I'm interluding. You know, Halloween just passed. Because I'm in the future, and 
the election just happened and being that I'm from the future I don't want to spoil it for you I don't want to spoil it for you but um, my dog won the election enough people I can't hear you anymore Stephanie I know I forgot I muted which which dog won was it Lou, Riley or Lou, was it Lou Lou, Lou, Lou I was I voted for Lou everybody voted for Lou Lou and I, I this is a bad interlude we'll do you something you always say that no, but this it's one, not this one actually is I yeah um, I'm just looking up so I'm just looking up phone commercials from the 80s might have been 90s actually it might have been 90s <laughs> it might have been 90s jesus christ hey email us at at if you know what commercial we're talking about just email us just email us you know earlier we were talking about when you guys are supposed to go to apple itunes and leave us a five stars and and a little comment mm-hmm. i can we get some threats i feel like oh yeah that'll we'll bump up the numbers in the in the podcast if we could have someone mm-hmm. who legitimately wants to harm us and writes Ooh. us about it can we get a mark chapman please yeah. out there can we get a mark chapman can i get a mark chapman it's like a tom collins but with more murder <laughs> with more murder i feel that dave in in austin dan in austin dan. sorry don't dan fuck in his austin name i know now he's gonna come after me i feel like dan in austin is basically your your mark chapman He's he, Dan. What's your middle name? We need to know your middle name if you're going to be we Mark Chapman. Because yeah. it's Mark David Chapman, right? Well, it is. It is. But the it, it, that happened after the fact. Like when he first got arrested and the whole thing. Everybody just, Mark just, everybody just called yeah. him Mark Mark Chapman. Yeah. Uh, Lee Harvey Oswald was Lee Harvey Oswald no. because he shot the president. No. Well, oh, was he just Lee Oswald? He was just Lee Oswald until when he shot the cop. When he got ar- that's when he got arrested. For. Right. But he was. He was just uh, Lee Oswald up until the uh, uh, Warren Commission, and then they started calling him mm. Lee Harvey. So he was dead after he was by the time oh, he, well, was, yeah. he was already dead. He was already dead. Uh, you yeah. know, if he hadn't, if he had bought a ticket to that movie that he snuck into, right. he may have gotten away he may with have it. Away with it? Not crazy. He just like well, or he also shot a cop. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So maybe if he, but I bet like yeah, if he had maybe bought yeah, a ticket got to that away movie. With both. Yeah. Or was he a patsy? Like he, he says, says he was a patsy, like says, but I'm pretty sure he wasn't. Yeah. No, I've done a little bit of research. So the entire Secret Service crew, the night before, they were at strip clubs until like three or four in the morning. They were all still really. Dallas they were strip all, clubs. Yeah, they were all mm-hmm. still really drunk. You know, they had to be on site at six a.m. They're driving the president. So there was yeah. a lead car, right? Lee Harvey Oswald did shoot JFK, right? But he yes. shot him in the shoulder. Right. Then there's the back and to the left. So while all this is happening, the Secret Service agent that's in the front car, because there's a car in mm-hmm. front, he is hungover. He is sitting in that mm-hmm. front seat. And they have the brand new to the world AR-15. The Secret Service had just gotten these. Secret eight. Service has it? Okay. This is the, it, It's a brand new weapon to everyone, the AR-15. Yeah. Secret Service has them. They're, none of them have really even fired them before. And when the first shot happened that secret service mm-hmm. agent went to pull up his weapon accidentally fired and hit the president right in the face so the what? so th- th- this is so i've realized is this, this a theory it's not it's it's a pretty solid one here's why here's why i say it is i've yeah. realized through my research i used to be a big conspiracy theorist and then i realized just reading about different ones most conspiracy theories are allowed to happen because the government actually made a giant blunder and they about something co- else so yeah most of it is is just a cover-up of a giant fucking mm. government mistake like 
All the 9-11 conspiracy theory stuff. Absolutely. A whole bunch of terrorists flew airplanes into a building. The government didn't allow it to happen. What they did do is they allowed two intelligence and law enforcement organizations to be completely at odds for 50 fucking years. And they were in such a competitive environment that they wouldn't share vital fucking information that allowed 3,000 people to be murdered by 18 Saudis and one Egyptian. Two countries we didn't invade. Anyway, on and on. (laughs) Now we're gonna get back to the show. The interlude is over. So, Meg breaks out of jail somehow. Nobody knows how. Bobby Pin. Bobby Pin. Bobby Pin. Bobby Pin. You yeah. sound like you sound like every other character that's Zach active. Zach does like three voices, and he feels bad when you mention it. Anyway, oh, so I'll edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Bobby. Bobby Pin. There you go. That was pretty good. That was actually pretty solid. That was like I was kind of I was inspired honestly. by Zach. Yeah. I'm Bobby. I'm picturing the paperclip from the Word document. It looks like you need to do your hair. (laughs) Are you you trying to break into someone's house and kill them? (laughs) Oh my god, it's like Gina Davis was hired by Microsoft. Like, I'm picturing Gina Davis from Still Magnolias. Was she in that? Was that? That was her, right? No. No, that was Julia Roberts. It was uh, Susan Sarandon. Close enough. Olympia Dukakis. Close enough. So let's do what? What are we doing, Rachel? Okay. Goodbye, microphone. Bye. (laughs) I'm microphone. Bye. (laughs) I'm Mikey, the microphone. Okay. Uh, We are in Pee-wee's Playhouse right now. (laughs) (laughs) Newton Trenton is like the, okay, back to business. Newton Trenton. Newton Trenton. Okay, let's just talk about, okay, like, fine, she escapes from jail, and then, like, it turns out that Lynette is, like, the worst person ever, yeah. and Lynette she knocks murdered her parents. Out. Yeah, she murdered her parents, but really? she knocks everybody out with They're fentanyl. in the wall of the basement. Well, yeah. that's what? what I want to talk about, exactly. Let's do it! What? Do it! Okay, Lynette murdered her parents, puts them in the wall, and then talks about how long the plaster and cement and everything took to dry. Yeah. Who's she telling that to? The people she has now tied up in the basement. May she's not. She's Ralph. knocked out Ralph with the fentanyl. 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 And he's just fentanyl. high as shit. Like I don't give he's a fuck. He's just. He's passed it, out. Oh no. She's, he's gone. Yeah. Yeah. He's gone. He's worthless at this point. But Annie and Meg are tied up. Lynette even says, "I used rope to tie you up, Meg, because I know you can pick locks." Uh, yeah. 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 I was like, uh, she can also pick rope, ma'am. Yeah. Um, give her a bobby pin. Yeah. So this is that that really trite scene that like all criminal movies have of I'm going to tell you literally everything that I've done over the last 30 years that is a crime. And she Lynette starts spilling the beans and she picks up she has a sledgehammer with her. Like, this is just something we all carry around with us. She has a sledgehammer with her, and she starts talking about, like, yeah, I had to kill my parents. And then she just, like, knocks down this wall after talking about how hard it was to put it up. And you see, you know, these basically very decrepit skeletons that still have their hair somehow. And I was, what? What? You took a really long time to put this wall up. You're complaining about how long it took. 
And now you knocked it down for show for people that you're about to murder? clearly just drywall. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and she didn't really even need this. She could have, like, just poked her finger through it. Yeah. Like, it's just drywall. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can come get some, some nice, nice fellas, maybe one or two ladies, to come put that back up for, like, I don't know, 20 bucks an hour? Like, it's really not that hard. I heard a cat meow when I was doing my hand. <laughs> Whose cat is that? That's Rocky. Okay. He just took a shit. And he's telling everyone, I took a shit. I did not kill the deputy. I took yeah, a shit. Yeah, he's bragging. I did not kill the That's deputy. Funny. He was scratch. Oh, it smells really bad, too. Oh, wow. Cool. <laughs> anyway, yeah, she, she knocks down this drywall to, to, to show that, yeah, this, this is where my parents are buried. And then, I don't know. We don't know why. Oh, we we know why she killed her parents. It's because she was fifteen and she just had to wait till she was eighteen to get money. But she didn't get the money because oh no, she didn't get the house. She wanted the house, but she got the pharmacy instead. Yeah. So she wanted the house for That's some reason. She's for a fifteen year old. I like her style. I know. I know. Uh, She's been psycho her whole life. There was no clear exp- explanation. Like this is why, again, I thought in the beginning there was that dialogue about oh, Lynette, you know, was going to get the house and then she was going to get paid off uh, because somebody wanted to develop the land for condos. Yeah. And then that just like didn't come to fruition. At the end, she was like, "I just want to knock this house down and build another one." And that's that's yeah. like the worst evil yeah. plot I've ever heard. I'm going to murder people because I want to build yeah, a just better buy another house. house. Yeah. Like, well, maybe she <laughs> wanted, to, maybe she wanted to keep the dead bodies there, then knock it down to save her ass, so the bodies would never be found. But they would be found the, if they knocked it down. The crime is how inconvenient chance. this is all for her. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, she brought her yeah. herself. But yeah, like you would have less chance of anybody finding the bodies. Becca, explain this movie. Explain Becca, this movie this to us. This is your fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> e- call us at one eight hundred Lifeline. Uh, email us at like you know how to get all of us. You can Becca. get us. Get us. Get at us. Tell dog. tell your sister I say hi. What up? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? How you doing? Cool. Becca, I respect yeah. your sister as a individual. So does does, nice does Meg does Meg and Amy save the day? Yeah, they. Huh, yeah. Uh, a, 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 so it, well, it's not it's not Amy. It's it's uh, Annie. Annie, but Amy. You yeah, know. it's okay. So yeah, uh, so the great part is is the Lynette runs out of fentanyl and she says, oh. "Well, it's okay. I have more in my car." She goes to her car. They're tied up, and Meg's like, "I'm gonna dislocate my shoulder because that's why she's been taking the pain medication because she had a shoulder injury." I think is what she keeps dislocating she, it. No, no, from the first right. time that she was arrested because she was harassing Lynette's parents. Right. But but Lynette's parents came to love her eventually. Yeah, so they so she dis, she dislocates her shoulder, gets out of the rope, and then unties Annie, and then I guess Lynette takes eight hours to go get another cartridge of fentanyl from her trunk, and she has a gun sitting there. Nice. That she yeah, so I think she takes that, and then there's a sledgehammer, and they like Lynette hit her. really has an arsenal, and like she still loses. Yeah, she still loses. She still loses. Yeah, well, there's two of the other people. Ralph's no help. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they knock her out. Uh, doesn't either Meg or Annie knock Lynette out with the gas mask? Like hits her with the gas mask. Oh, I maybe. thought. 
Maybe. I don't remember. It got a little, it, there's it got a little cloudy fight scene. That fight scene deserves its own credit because it went on for <laughs> yeah. way just, too long. I remember a pole and they pushed Lynette up against the wall. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It got I ugly. Just, I really appreciated that Lynette, first of all, had two canisters of fentanyl. Yeah, but she was prepared. She was an idiot and didn't bring both canisters with her. Like, if right. there's anything I've learned in murdering people, you always bring yeah. both canisters because you never know what's going to happen. You never know. You never know. Sometimes you I accidentally push the fogerman. Yeah. Yeah. That that is yeah. the moral I took away from this story is uh if you're planning on murdering, be over prepared. Right. Yeah, you can't be under prepared no. when it comes to Definitely, murdering. Yeah. Yeah. Commit. Yeah. You gotta commit to murder. I feel like a lot of people don't fully commit and the murders don't no. go well. That's why they get caught. I'm not uh-huh. suggesting you murder your parents, but if you're going to commit to that's it. why be Robert Durst. That's why when you get caught, it's called half-assing murder because right? you didn't fully yeah. commit because you didn't chop off the murder. whole ass and they found an ass cheek and now mm-hmm. you're tied to a murder. So what? I forget what happens at the end. Did Lynette go to jail or did she die? Lynette died I, from being her. hit with a gas mask. Yeah. Um, <laughs> As and, one does. Yeah. And then uh, the, uh, Annie. Oh, oh, I'll tell you what happened. So Annie and Ralph are like, we're going to move. I don't know why. Like, how much equity did you just lose? You know, I, 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 you know, come on, you killed her. It's not like she's going to do it again. It's not like the bodies are going to stay in the house. I'm sure you got rid of that. It's so dumb. So, but then, of course, Meg is selling the house again. And handsome oh, Adam. Oh, yes! Yeah. This, this is handsome where, man. where you're like, no, run the other way. Right, because she's still crazy. Right. And then, of course, at the end of all this, Annie and, uh, oh, Annie says, I'm going to be Meg's lawyer, even though Meg's getting arrested because she did just break out of prison, apparently, because yeah, she was going to go to trespassing trial um but you know <laughs> annie's like no it's okay we live here she i'm her lawyer so i'll call you tomorrow or whatever uh they are friends now they hug everything's fine they're like they're moving out so meg is selling the house and she's she's got her red lipstick on so that means she's about oh, well to and like the lace shirt it was mm, yeah it was kind of slutty it was something that becca would probably wear it was just kidding, Becca. You're beautiful, and it I was sex you. positive. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the the guy Adam, I think his name is. He comes in. I'm like, I'm here to look at the house, and he's also dressed in black, and yeah. And she's of course all kind of. That's what I like about Christy Burson is she plays like this kind of socially awkward. She does a good job, and it was nice seeing a counterpart to her fatal getaway uh, role, which was kind of not a very dynamic character. But I feel like this character, I, I feel like we saw that she could actually do a good job being awkward and, and I mean, kind of strange yeah, but like yeah no i agree with you but yeah definitely the movie ended on a note of you were like sir sir yeah please she's still please crazy move away. please my boy she's so codependent like she didn't even know yeah. this couple and granted yeah. they would be dead if it wasn't for her but you know what they would be dead without creepiness right yeah yeah. Maybe she yeah, wants so she, to kill him. Maybe that's yeah. what it was. And she's like, I don't want to give Lynette yeah. the satisfaction. These mm, people are mine. You never know. 
Well, Adam shows up and he's like, oh, tell me about the house. And she says, well, are you and your wife going to be living here? And he says, no, I figured I'd buy a house first and then I'd buy a wife. Uh, and then. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Is that verbatim? No, and she's like, but, but no. close enough. Close enough. And she's like, oh, and she does like the hair twirl oh. and they're like, ah, and then they bang on the kitchen counter. Really? That's not all. No, no, no. It's implied. It's implied. It's, implied. it's not. It's not. It's not good. It's implied that they're going to end up together. It's implied that there might be an opportunity. And, but you also want to like scream at Adam and you're like, look, dude, I've watched 50% of this movie backwards. I know shit ain't good. You get out. (laughs) Once you have your first baby, she's going to want to mount the pregnancy test and give it to you as a gift. So. So that was, uh, what was that? What real? This was Ruthless Realtor. Ruthless Realtor. We are ruthless right we are. now. We are. There's no Ruth on this show. Now we're Coney as fuck. Oh, that's not good. We're basically Coney Island. Well, hopefully when this airs, uh, you can we have some sort yourself. of sense of uh, where democracy is headed or if it's still alive. We'll see. I don't know. But you know what? No matter what, Lifeline is here with you every week on Wines Day to guide you through this tough or wonderful, or wonderful time. time. No matter what, best case scenario, if best case scenario, whatever the final outcome is, there is still a tremendous amount of work that we all have to do as a society and, and the government too. So we can't stop working can't even stop, if stop. things go nope. well. Once Biden's in, everything's going to be fine immediately. Don't even have to do mm-hmm. anything. It's automatic. No, nothing, nothing to undo. Automatic. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. Unfortunately, there's been a tremendous amount of damage that has to be undone, and the only way we can get through that is if we stick together as a society and, and support each Sarah other. Sarah Connor. And trust Sarah O'Connor. Sarah O'Connor. At and, the Horno Pub. I was gonna say, and join us at the Horno Pub. That's right. So I hope you voted for sure. Um, like I said, follow us on social media. We're everywhere. Or we're on Facebook. Message us there. Like our page. Like Becca did. What an angel. Like Becca did. And Becca got her own episode where we called her a slut multiple times. Yeah. And then question her movie choice. <laughs> I'm sure she's fine with it. Well, I'm sure she's yeah. fine with it. She, she was like, hey, could you call me a slut at least three more times? Because slut, slut, yeah, slut. please. I'll cut out most of the slut talk, I'm pretty sure. Uh, We're on Twitter and Instagram, at Lifeline Podcast. We're on Quora and Pinterest as well. We're still figuring those out, so cut us some slack because we're we're not really sure. Email us at lifelinepodcast at gmail.com about anything, just even like uh, what you did at work today. Hey, look, don't be like Stephanie's mom and be a deadbeat. I just really hadn't thrown a Stephanie's mom reference in, you know, all night. It's been like about half hour. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't be an asshole. You know, (laughs) uh, email us. Your mom is earnest. Because she's an an earn. Yeah. Yeah, go to Apple Podcasts too, please. It, that would be the number one thing you can do to help us out is just mm. give us five stars and leave us a review. Sending us $5,000 okay. could be the number one thing you could do. Sure. Going to our Patreon and sending us money would be great right now, obviously. But what we want is to learn how to fish. We don't necessarily want you to, to pay us to no, buy I fish. No, I want you to give me, like, fish, but in flame mignon. Just flame send us form. fish. In the mail. Send us fish fish in the mail. You can email us fish. Email us fish. Yeah, like Philadelphia. No, fill in Maryland. Fill in in Baltimore. Yeah, Yeah. Baltimore. Why don't you live in Philadelphia, Phil? You're a 
Philophile and maybe he did, and maybe he was sick of Look, getting Philadelphia's mail. Uh, there's not mail. a lot of good fish in the Delaware Schuylkill River. Let me tell you that right now. This is Delaware is not a real place, by the way. That's true. It, Just ask Joe Biden. It is. It's yeah. a very the real only place. person from there, and it's not a real I've place. I've driven through it many times. It's I don't very believe boring. you. I don't care. Okay. Great. If people can believe that masks don't do anything, I believe Delaware doesn't exist. But you wear a mask. I don't see how these two are congruent. I, like, I think if you don't but, wear a mask, no, 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 you no. think Delaware You don't have doesn't. to be an idiot in one way and then be an idiot another way. You can be an exclusive idiot. I'm an exclusive idiot in the sense I don't believe that Delaware exists. In the same exclusive way that other morons believe that masks aren't a, a, a real thing. Like a thing that's helpful. I get, I get where you're going with this. Yeah, it's an analogy. Yeah. I think is what right. I'm saying. Yeah. You know, you can't spell analogy without anal or right. or allergy. Algae, algae, anal. Write All us right. an email with a good anal analogy. An an or an analogy. An okay. annual <laughs> anal analogy anthology. Stephanie's- the annual anthology of anal analogies. Stephanie's face is like my anus when it has COVID. Why would? Okay, let's explore this. What? <laughs> no, let's not. An anal? Why would an anus be different when it has COVID? Because it's oh, because a, diarrhea it's is a, a serious side effect uh, of COVID. Gastrointestinal oh, distress. Oh, right. yeah. So you're saying so that your face... I am a pucker diarrhea face. Yes, yes, I Damn. am. That's great. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Hey, real quick, everybody, if you have a chance to eat LSD this week, do it. Do it. Just do it. Don't actively look for it. Then just take. But if it's like, if you're at work and somebody's like, you want to take some LSD, just do it. Just eat it right then and just there. Inject it. Oh, just inject it. Eat everyone okay, eat LSD. All right. All right. Thanks for listening. We love you. Bye. You're fine. You're fine. took a shit I did not kill the deputy I took a shit I did not kill the deputy